Welcome to the CFC Jacks Midweek Podcast, where we discuss topics related to becoming a fully devoted, spirit-empowered Christ follower. We hope that wherever you are today, you'll be encouraged by the truths discussed in this podcast. Well, good morning and welcome to Q&A. We're so glad that you're here with us this morning. And so this is your opportunity uh, to send questions in this morning. Um, and I'm realizing the number's not on the screen right now. <laughs> It's not. You're getting the green background. So, okay, so pull the number here. It's the numbers right here on the bottom. Yep. There you so go. The numbers, if you have questions, <laughs> now it's up. Now you've got the number. So, thank you to our crew in the booth. Um, so, if you have questions from the sermon this morning, would you text them in? It'd be a great opportunity to answer those this morning for you. So, I invite you to text those in. So, we do have one to go ahead and. Kick launch. us off, launch, okay. if you're ready. Sure. Um, so as we've talked about long suffering, um, it, is it wrong to seek help in suffering, giving the example like medical help for pain, or is that limiting the experience of the Lord's compassion and mercy? Uh-huh. Interesting question. I, pr- I appreciate that. Um, no, I don't think that it, it's specifically, let me make sure I, I don't, generalize the question too much. The specific question seems to be, if there's physical pain, is it wrong to take medication in order to alleviate the pain pain so that um, I don't experience it? No, I would never go uh, remotely that far to say that um, you shouldn't utilize the gift of medication to help with physical pain. I think the reality is sometimes your physical, your medication isn't going to work, and then there's going to have to be trust the Lord with Mm -hmm. that. But I don't think uh, trusting the Lord is, is something that says, I don't maximize the or utilize the other gifts that he has given. Uh, It's a silly old joke, but the old joke of the person uh, who's trapped in their house during hurricane floodwaters are coming and they pray, Lord, um, please send me, please save me. And then a person comes by on a boat and says, here, would you like to get in the boat? And they go, no, I don't want to get in the boat. And then the water gets higher, and now they're up above, and and a helicopter comes and sees them on the roof and says, hey, we want to help you. And they go, no, no, no I don't need help. And, and then they drown. Lord, why didn't you help me? And he was like, mm. I did. That's a silly example, but sometimes uh, maybe we th- – think, no, we're, we're really trusting the Lord because we we only want it to be the Lord. Well, the Lord works through people, mm-hmm. and the work the Lord can work through doctors, and the Lord can work through medicine. I don't put my hope in those things, but where there is opportunity to utilize those things legally and right and not in a manner that I depend upon them. Yeah, I think that there is a good re- – there's no reason not to use I don't think that's distrusting the Lord. And I, I think about the first part of the question, is it wrong to seek help in suffering? So if you separated that from You're the right. medical piece, far as you know, when in suffering, isolation 
right. can be very dangerous, right. actually. So seeking wise counsel or seeking biblical counseling yeah. and to be around others, not to air your grievance, but mm -hmm. to have someone, the one and others, to come right. alongside you in right. suffering. Yeah, so uh, he does provide mm -hmm. for physical pain. He does provide for relational pain, and that is through the community of others. So maybe it's not even biblical counsel. Maybe it's just another friend. It would right. be wrong to go to a friend as if I am depending upon the Lord. Right. Now, there are, there are times when a friend might not be available or a friend uh, may not actually help. And actually, I think um, sometimes where we can go too far is that we – we call a friend, we reach out to a friend, but we never cry out to the Lord. Mm -hmm. So let's not make it an either or, either call a friend or cry out to the Lord. Let's make it a both and, recognizing that God does give us gifts of one another and medicine to help us in our suffering. Um, but those we can't always depend upon those, on those we can always depend upon Him. Hmm. So there's probably m maybe more to that question, but I think that's the most simple answer. Mm -hmm. A question here regarding rewards. If rewards are the result of persecution, how do you make sure your, perse your persecution is sincere versus trying to make yourself be persecuted for rewards? Yeah. Well, that's where I, I thought it was really important. Let me go back to the, the first Peter passage uh, because – he says there, chapter 4, if you're listening and you want to open your Bible, verse 12 is where it starts about not being surprised. But then the, the clarifier was in verse uh, 15, make sure that none of you suffers as a murderer or thief or evildoer or a troublesome meddler. So that troublesome meddler, uh, I think I go, well, murder, most, most people listening aren't murderers in terms of the truest sense. Obviously, Jesus says if you've hated, you've murdered. Mm -hmm. But this sense of I am living in a manner I'm obnoxious so that – or I'm offensive intentionally to create a, a, a kickback and then I can go, well, I'm just suffering for Jesus – now, I think what he's saying here is, don't be rude. Uh, the Lord would see through that, obviously. Or maybe I shouldn't say obviously, but the Lord would. Well. <laughs> yeah, the Lord will will, without exception, see through any attempts to manipulate to gain reward in heaven. And quite frankly, I don't need to be obnoxious to experience persecution or to experience false accusation. I just need to be a person who actually lives like Jesus did. I, I remember um, the, the summer, um, I think it was my sophomore year and junior year in college working for a concrete company. And I really wanted that summer for me to learn to depend upon the Lord, not for ministry stuff, mm -hmm. like I think of like teaching the Lord or mm -hmm. insight into the Word or counsel for people, but simply to go to work and work hard and work all 
day long work hard. And I really wanted to, to learn uh, to trust the Lord and to obey the Lord in those regards. And I remember um, some of those concrete guys being very upset with me. And I wasn't trying to to be rude to them or to be obnoxious, I really wanted to work hard as unto the Lord. And they would say to me, Rut, slow down, man. We got to make this job last all day. Uh, okay. And I had this real tension of, okay, I'm not trying to short change them a full day's paycheck, but I'm also not trying to rip off the boss by making a job that only takes half a day to last all all day, right. so that he has to pay us more than what he needed to pay us. So I didn't have to be rude, and I didn't have to wave a Bible in front of their face. Mm-hmm. I just had to say, I'm going to work hard as unto the Lord. And I remember that created some uh, feedback, <laughs> negative feedback for me just in being a hard worker. So don't mm-hmm. be rude. Don't be obnoxious. Don't try to create trouble. Just live righteously. Live as unto the Lord. Love people. Be patient. Don't join in in the gossip. Don't join in in the complaining. And uh, see, you don't have to just confront everybody else for their complaining, especially when there's if the folks aren't believers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have to run around being the Holy Spirit for everybody. Uh, nobody likes <laughs> that guy no. or that girl. Um, now, sometimes when when it's believers, we need to have a moment where we go, hey, I don't know that we're honoring the Lord here. We sure. all have a common commitment. But I should not expect unbelievers at work or in my neighborhood to act like believers and then mm-hmm. feel the need to confront them for living the way I would expect them to live, separated from God. So I, I don't need to run around doing that. I just need to not join in in that. And I think that sort of living will uh, create what happened to Jesus. Because what, what he didn't, the religious leaders, they, they lived life separate from sinners and tax collectors. And he said, no, that's not to the glory of the Father. The Father wants all people to come to repentance and be saved. So he, he lived differently, and uh, he was um, persecuted and insulted and slandered for it. So live righteously, and you won't have to come up with ways to get people to, to, persecute. to persecute you. Yeah, yeah. true. Um, question here about a statement said, what do you think of the following? Pray as if it all depends on God. Work as if it all depends on you. Um, I would want to edit that. Uh, pray as if it all depends upon the Lord and work as if it is all for the Lord. Mm-hmm. I'm not really down with the uh, pray as if it uh, work as if it all depends upon you. you. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't depend upon me. I need to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to speak. I need to share. I need to give. I need to help. Oh, but I do it. Uh, you know, I have that what we gave out 
couple of years ago, I have uh, in my office a little two-by-four block of wood that is stamped on it to him and by him and for him uh, as a reminder that what I want to do is I want to live to the Lord, I want to live by the Lord, and I want to live for the Lord. And, and sometimes we lose at least one of those three. So uh, work as if it all depends upon me. It doesn't depend upon me. It depends upon the Lord. So uh, I would rather, and maybe I'm missing this, I, I think I get that there is responsibility to do what the Lord says. I'm not saying right. there's not. There's a responsibility mm-hmm. to do what the Lord says. Uh, but that doesn't make it dependent upon me. Uh, if I want to complete it uh, I'm going to go with Colossians 3, work as unto the Lord. Right. Not work as if it depends upon me. Right. I agree. <laughs> I was thinking about okay. that. I was like, I feel like maybe I've heard this statement before. Yes. And, and I get that it's it's a reaction to just let God, let go and let God. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. I think that, that there's this, there's divine dependence and human responsibility. But human responsibility mm-hmm. doesn't make it depend upon me. Human responsibility is still dependent upon the Lord. Mm. If uh, I depend upon him to give me strength to do what he calls me to do, I depend upon him to give me direction to do what he calls me to do. I depend upon him to give me endurance to continue to do what he calls me to do. So um, I'm going to work, yes, but as unto the Lord, to the Lord, by the Lord, for the Lord. As you're saying that, I can't help but think of all these teenagers and students that were running into the auditoriums this week. And that's a huge opportunity for them to learn that, but for all of us. But I think about how hard they're going to work this week and they're going to pour themselves out as unto the Lord, right. and they are going to be fully dependent on Him to right. be able to do that this right. week. And I wouldn't want to say them pray as if it depends upon the Lord, but work as if it depends upon you. No, I would say work as unto the Lord, to the Lord, by the Lord, and by the Lord I mean by His strength, by His enabling, by the uh, indwelling Holy Spirit, and for the Lord, for the Lord's glory, and for the Lord's name and fame. So, yeah, I, I want them to work, but as unto the Lord. Hmm. Absolutely. It's yeah. a very exciting week. It is I'm an so exciting excited. week. And uh, I hope even if you don't live in Jack's, you're watching, but you don't live in Jack's, I hope you'll pray for the work of God in Jack's. Our students do uh, pour themselves out for the sake of the gospel. They are still students. They're still young people. And so mm-hmm. they're still growing in their own relationship with the Lord. They're still growing in what it means to to work hard and to continue to work hard. So we will encourage them from the scriptures. Um, but you pray for them that they would be responsive to the Lord and experience the Lord, and the Lord would work. Here's what I shared with him at boot camp, that I would, that you would pray that what made the first week of this earth good, the working of God and how what he did and what he created, that what made the first week good would make next week good as well, that it would be the work of the Lord and that it would be a team working together because God said 
after everything he made, it was good. But then when it was all done, he looked at everything and said, now that's very good. And so that's what we're asking the Lord, that it would be very good because it would be his work and everybody doing their part assigned by the Lord, by their captain, by their adult leader, and as unto the Lord. Awesome. Well, we're grateful for you joining us this morning. We thank you for all the questions, and we are grateful for your prayers for, for this week. Yes. Awesome. Have a great afternoon. Thanks for listening to this episode of the CFC Jacks podcast. Be sure to watch as we release new teachings weekly, along with additional content during the week. If you'd like more information about our church, please visit us at www.cfcjacks.com. Thanks for listening.